Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hello and welcome to Made by Mamas, the podcast. I'm Zoe. And I'm Georgia. And we're here talking all things parenthood, tips and tricks, products we love, and brands that we can't live without. Let's get into it. Zozo, you're back in the house. <laughs> Do you know what my mate said to me the other day? It's really stressful being your friend. And I was like, what did you mean? And he was like, well, you, you know, you can never just arrive on time and have nothing happen to you. Like you've met an elephant in the street or you know, <laughs> you've been blown over into a river by a gust of wind. But, you you know, and, and, and yeah, I've just got locked out of my house. Like there's always, there's always something going on. But in my defense, I did ask Dosa to leave me a key and he didn't. So yeah, so it wasn't really actually your like, fault. Oh. You know what? I'm always doing things like this, though, like leaving my car door open at the supermarket, leaving my keys like in the car. Like, I, I do stuff like that all the time. I think baby brain is a term, isn't it? And I think it actually never goes away. I have got a confession to make. Go on. What? I feel like because we share everything we need to tell. Obviously, a couple of weeks ago, I made this big statement on, <laughs> on Instagram. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, I had my phone... <laughs> <laughs> I had my phone robbed, um, mm. definitely out of my back pocket, you know, had the feeling that it was going to happen. Well, that did not happen. And on the Wednesday <laughs> after the Sunday, I get a phone call through Dodger from Barry saying that my phone had shown up in one of the lockers, at the back of one of the lockers, which basically means that I'm going fucking crazy. And I took my bags out and then just put my phone back in the locker and shut it and walked off. Yeah, what? I mean... <laughs> What is wrong with me? <laughs> is anyone else mad like me? Well, do you know what? I'm glad you didn't have your phone stolen. That's, no. you know, on a positive note, it's okay to lose your mind sometimes. No, but I mean, it's a serious thing, isn't it? And actually, like, we're only sort of like, well, you're a bit younger than me, but, you know, we're not even 40 yet. What's going to happen when we're 80? I'm going to be bonkers. <laughs> I'm going to be one of those bonkers. But do you know what? You won't, you won't even know about it. You won't even know that you're bonkers. And I think that'll be the nicest thing. You'll just, okay. you'll just be happy in I'll your just own be, little yeah, world. Yeah, my little bubble. How are you? I'm fine. I'm good. Um, yeah, just like, just getting organised for school starting on Thursday. Um, 
you can probably hear the kids in the background now. I've actually got three kids in the house at the moment. Um, well, you're a superwoman and you're recording a podcast. <laughs> well done. Do you know, we, we had a hot tub delivered yesterday just for a few days. Yes. And basically what I've done is um, James just came home. I put them in there, not Gigi, the older kids in there. And they're just having a whale of a time. So, you know, that's all good. Can I just say how absolutely jealous I am out of the fact that you <laughs> have got hot tub. I cannot wait to see it. I cannot, I, like the, the Instagram stories over the next few days are going to be wild. Will you please make sure that you get in there with James at some point and have a glass of bubbles? We will. We yeah. absolutely will. When Axel yeah. goes to school on Thursday, we'll be in there. What, not 9.05. <laughs> yeah, 9.05 a.m. We'll be in there. Um, and then we'll probably miss pickup. Yeah. We'll be sloshed. But, you know. Champagne spray parties in Brentwood. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I mean that that's quite a normal occurrence to be fair isn't that's it true, that's true. it is it's just same same so we're going to talk about potty training today yes we are you're are you in it with Kit at the moment aren't you well you say yes I mean we basically no um sometimes yes but basically no because I'm not I'm just I'm going to approach this potty training very differently to the one that I did with Luna the first yeah. child you're obviously kind of like listening to other people and you're kind of you know not really listening to your own child you're kind of like oh well you know my child's two and a half or three or whatever and she should be potty trained by now and I had this really weird thing in my head that I had to just get it done because she'd hit that milestone you know when she yeah. was, I was like oh it's got to be done in the next few months it's like Luna was not ready I definitely yeah I definitely and it's fine it's not worries me but I've definitely learned my lesson that if you try and force a child to potty train when they're not ready it actually has a very detrimental effect on them kind of going forward in terms of how they then grasp it so yeah. we then we obviously tried to do it and then had to press pause for six months because she just wasn't ready and then yeah. um, we had all the problems with her kind of restricting restraining and put like you know not going for a wee and keeping it in for hours and then UTIs and everything else so look I learned the hard way and actually even now with Luna I have to tell her to go to the loo I have to say to her you have to go for a wee because she would quite happily and like the Kino drinks a lot of water but she would quite happily just hold it all day long hold it yeah, yeah. I noticed that with Axel though and I think a lot of kids do that like do they? they get distracted they're in their own little you know they're in their own little bubble they're watching something on TV or they're playing something and you see them like hopping around like I see Axel like hopping about and I think you need to go you need to go to the toilet and he you know he will go um but yeah I think a lot of I think a lot of kids sort of put it to the back of their minds don't they I mean I do I do it myself sometimes I think god I needed a wee two hours ago I still haven't been oh my god we talked to Anna Matha about this when we did the burnout do you remember she was like it's actually a form of self-harm that we don't drink a glass of water for nine hours and we don't pee for six it's like, you're like bad, your blood is like burning I'm like why don't I just go <laughs> but yeah do you know what Potty training is a complete minefield. Like it really, really is. And I know we say this about a lot of things, but every child is different. So every yeah. approach has to be different. Mm. Um, we read that thing recently about people potty training their babies almost from birth. So they never wear it, they never put them in a nappy. I, like, I, I can't. I mean, that just blows my mind. And I don't want to, you know, I would never knock anything until I tried it. Absolutely not. We had some messages from people who said, oh, you know, that's what we're doing and it's really working. Yeah. It just blows my mind. Like, yeah. how? how it's incredible but yeah, I know and it's really happen? interesting isn't it you hear as well you hear that some kids you know they sort they almost go like no more nappies 
and they go straight. They don't even sit on the potty. They go straight from no nappies to sit to using the loo. You know, that to is an experience we've heard. People have messaged us about that. You know, and then yeah. there's others where, pe- where parents think that they've been potty training their kid for like two or three years and they still can't get them out of nappies at night. Yeah, well, that's Axel. Is that right? Same with that. Axel is still in nappies at night yep. now. And he's not fast. He doesn't care. He right. literally doesn't, you know, like I had it in my mind, God, he's got to get out of these nappies at night. He potty trained so quickly, yeah. so easily. Yeah. Um, but I don't actually know if he goes in the night, to be honest. I think he's sometimes lazy and he's just laying there awake in his bed and going. And sometimes I put, put one on him before he goes to bed and he goes, oh, I'm just going to do we here. And I'm like, no, you're not. You need to go to the toilet. He's like, no. He goes, no. He goes, no, you can go in here, you know. You you know you can just wee in here. And I'm like, yeah, I know. Obviously, I know that, Axel. But you don't really need to be doing that. But he's like, no. It's it's almost like, you know, mum, it's great. You can just lay down and wee. Like, it's amazing. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We we need to nip this in the bud. I reckon if we put nothing on our husbands, on Judgy James and the Doors lads, and said, right. Judgy James would love love it. He reckons the best thing about being in hospital, if he's had an operation, is being able to wee wee laying down. What a sicko. <laughs> That's hysterical. That is absolutely brilliant. I'm crying. Oh, um, so but, yeah. In, in answer to your question, Kit's done two wees on the potty. Yeah. And I, I was so over the moon. I obviously missed them because I was at work, devastated. But um, I've got a video. Um, and like, yeah, great, brilliant. But then he hasn't done um, for a week. He has decided that he doesn't want to do it anymore. So I literally don't ask him. I'm like, do you want to sit on your potty? And he's like, no, mummy. And then I'm like, okay, don't worry about it. And then I just crack on. And then as soon as yeah. the, where we are with him is as soon as he's done a poo now, he's like, done a big poo, mummy. I'm like, okay, great. So he's telling me when he's done it. But um, I'm so happy with that. And I don't feel any pressure this time around. So yeah, I feel like really exactly. I guess we want to sort of start off by saying that George and I are obviously not um, potty training experts, but we've no. had really, you know, so much hands-on experience with our kids um, and obviously talking to other people and working with experts like Chris and Rose. In fact, we've done a whole podcast episode on potty training, if you want to refer back to that. But you know what? We'll just kind of give it our, we'll give it our best. And give it some yeah. Advice. We sort of want to answer your questions in the way that like your best mate would answer them. Yeah. Hopefully with a little bit more, like we've got a bit of a back in with the experts that we've chatted to, but yeah. you know, we're just sort of approaching it as your mates would. So yeah. Yeah, should we get into the questions? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be back right after this. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. 
Welcome back. Now, where were we? Let's start with this one. Would you recommend buying a portable toilet seat to take out and about? I mean, I didn't do this. Did you, Zoe? I didn't do it either. No. Um, but Axel never went on a potty, really. He sort of just went straight onto a little seat on the top of the toilet. Yeah, um, I was talking about a portable loose seat. Yeah, yeah. So I, I had one of those, but I didn't take it with me when I went out. So I didn't, yes. you know, I, I just put him straight on. If we were out somewhere, I would just hold him and put him on the toilet. Agreed. Um, but I do, I see so many people doing it though. I think it depends on where you are with the potty training. So for example, a portable potty. Yeah. Like we had what, we had like a travel potty that we had in the car. I think they're absolutely amazing. There's like a ladybug one that you can buy or like a pirate one. I've seen a couple on Amazon. They're, they're really good, I think. Um, yeah. In terms of like a, 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 a definitely, I've got one of those little seats for Luna. She's had it for like the last year and a half at home that we actually yeah. on the loo. They're a really good idea. We'll do a swipe up link to a really good one. But um, out and about, I don't know. I, I don't think so. I, think I just think it. you want to set yourself up for ease. Yeah. And like, do you want to be having to remember an extra thing? Yeah, because probably. realistically, it's just something else to forget, isn't it? Yeah. And it's going to stress you out. So if you can, you know, if, if you can get around the fact that sometimes you might have to hold him or her when they're on the toilet, yeah. then do just do that. Yeah. Um, right. Is there a right age to start potty training? My two-year-old is not interested in the slightest help. Well, that no, is there's no right age. No, no, that is completely normal. Two years old, they're so little. And my yeah. this is a first child as well. Obviously, I've just spoken to you about my experience with Luna. I think the best thing that you can do is let them tell you. A child will always let you know when they're ready. And you'll start yeah. doing the signs, won't you, G? Like, yeah. they'll tell you when they've done a poo or you know, they'll start sort of saying like, oh, you know, they might be a bit uncomfortable at the thought of going, you know, like they'll just give you those sorts of signs. Yeah, or go off to go to the toilet. Yes. You know, they're going off to a certain place whenever they go to the toilet. Just, yeah, just things like that. And also like communicating, you know, that they're going to the toilet or asking to come with you or just showing an interest yeah. in, to in going to the toilet. Um, I think they're signs to look out for. Agreed. And actually, if you really want to start... Um, I'm wondering if it's a little girl or a little boy, I don't know. But um, there's these two amazing books called um, Princess, uh, Princess Polly Potty and Pirate Pete. And um, you can buy them on Amazon. And basically, you can just read the books to, the, to your little ones at nighttime as like an introduction to potty training. I swear to God, that was the thing. That was the turning point for Luna when yeah. I well, look, Princess Polly sent you a book. And we sat down and we went through it and it's got this little button that you press and she she showed a real interest in it. So maybe that's quite a nice place to start. Yeah, definitely. There's loads of stories you can read and also just chatting to them about it yeah. as well. Don't you think yeah. like, oh, mummy's going for a wee now. Like, do you want to come yeah. or whatever? Yeah, yeah. agreed. Three-year-old in pants but refusing to poop in potty toilet will only go in a pull-up you hear about this so much actually yeah. don't you yeah um and it's a lot of kids don't like the it's like they're attached to it like it's like they're sort of attached to their poo it sounds so weird doesn't it but they don't want it to it to sort of drop yes that's exactly <laughs> right it's exactly right yeah 
it's a fear of what it does to the body on how it feels in the body apparently this is what we've been told so if you can imagine it and you think about it like Georgia just said when there's a nappy or a pull-up underneath you know it's immediately it's all sort of snugged in like tightly and then they've got to sit on the potty where that where it feels like a big kind of like hole beneath them and then that feeling of actually pushing it some some kids have a real fear of it like yeah like Georgia said you know they want to hold on to their poo so again that is something that comes with time and like I, I I guarantee that one day they will literally just be like on the potty and a poo will come out and then it'll be like I'm over the hump now yeah it's just it's all it's almost like just letting them spend enough time yeah. sitting down on the toilet or sitting yeah. down on the potty that yeah. they feel comfortable in that environment anyway yeah. and then eventually they'll feel comfortable to go because that the last thing you want is for them to start holding it and then becoming constipated and all of that kind of stuff to, to start happening Agreed. um but yeah it is super common so I wouldn't worry too much also, I know this is a bit random to say, but we are talking about potty training, about bringing your little ones into the loo with you when you're going. And like, yeah, I used to joke about like doing a log and be like, oh, plop. And we used to go, plop. And Luna would like, way. She used to think it's really funny. It was like, I was completely mortified because I hate pooing in front of people. But actually, it's your child, so it doesn't matter. So maybe give it a whirl. <laughs> and actually that's that, that's something that we learned from Chris and Rose is yeah. the language that yeah. you use around going to the toilet and I've I from with Gigi now I'm so conscious of what we say like when she's done a poo or something I don't go "Ooh, stinky poo I'm like yay well yay. done you've done a poo um and sort of making it like a really good thing so that they don't have any negative connotations with going to the poo or anything like that yep yep um this one's from Emma um loads of interest wheeze and a few poos and now all stopped back in nappies did I fail Emma no you haven't failed you're actually doing a brilliant job this is the start of the potty training uh, the uh, potty training journey like you she your little one absolutely I don't know why I always think there's a girl I don't know why Um, (laughs) yeah your little one started absolutely shown an interest absolutely brilliant and now doesn't feel ready so do not worry at all no they will turn around to you again and say I'm ready to go again and the fact that they got it before means they'll get it again what you need to do yeah right so just keep encouraging them exactly also when when they are ready it shouldn't be too much of a difficult transition it should be quite smooth so the fact that they've already shown an interest but then maybe they're just not quite ready to fully go there yet then when they do come back around to do it it'll probably be you know it'll probably be a couple of days and that'll be it so yeah absolutely don't worry just all of the positive language all the yeah you know or maybe the the princess polly potty books as well just maybe try and get one of those from amazon to arrive just to kind of make it a bit of a thing again um also i think sometimes um when something like that happens make them you can ask them if they want to choose a new potty that could then arrive at the door and you'd be like yay a new potty's here and just get really excited about it yeah Um, that's also a little trick that chris and rose taught us yeah, anything to get them involved, getting them new pants, getting them new knickers, yeah. like a reward chart, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Um, Gigi, <laughs> what age generally does one start 18 months too early? Um, I mean, 18 months sounds really young, doesn't it? But you definitely hear of children who do it around that age. So it's hard to say, isn't it, really? Yeah, I, I, I'll just go back to sort of what we were saying before that it is absolutely on your child that some yeah. children might be ready at 18 months whereas others are not ready until they're four 
and it yeah no is that exactly exactly pressure on us that we have to get our kinos out of nappies really really early on so if your kid's ready great give it a whirl but then don't be don't be don't be shocked if they then turn around to you and they don't get it at all and you have to go well actually this is more about my my stuff and I have to go okay well put them back in nappies again let them them just have another six months in nappies that's absolutely fine yeah exactly and also you know you think it will be so much easier when they're out of nappies actually it's not it's not mm. <laughs> do you think this Zoe like sometimes like we're driving along and then Axel needs a wee and I'm like oh for god's sake I've got, to pull over. I've got to pull over <laughs> Gigi on the other hand can just wee in a nappy and it's <laughs> so much easier <laughs> this one might be for you went to stop nappies overnight for a three-year-old fully trained in the day thanks Claire yeah, I mean, George Claire, I've got no, I've got no idea. I have spoken to a few people because, as I said before, Axel has been potty trained for two years, longer than that now, um, and he's still wearing a nappy at night. So I sort of spoke to a couple of people, and a lot of people have said to me it's a hormone thing. I don't know if it's that's just boys or it's girls as well, but for boys, I know it definitely is. Um, and until that hormone kicks in he won't he he, he's gonna have to be in one at night um other people have said that if you have to do it within the first three days of potty training overnight I don't know why maybe it's some that hormone thing I'm not sure but I would say that um I I mentioned it to someone I know who's a doctor and they said right there are kids coming in seven eight nine ten still wearing you know nappies at night and they don't see it as a problem like they they don't give them medication until they're you know a lot older so I really really wouldn't worry about it yeah um I think I I think that's absolutely right that's really good advice actually um I know with Isla Isla potty trained so obviously she's well should be eight next year she potty trained very very quickly when she was three like nailed it literally within three days no joke there was just no mess there was just no accidents after I just couldn't I could not believe it but still had still was wearing pull-ups at night and I think it was she was nearly five like four and a half something around that time so like you know and, and and like emotionally as well mentally like had it sorted and eventually the only thing that worked was me saying to her if you can do five nights I had a reward chart for her so we could do five nights at the end of the five nights I'll buy you a lip gloss and I got her a lip gloss at the end of the other I said right five nights again and I said, and if she broke it we had to start again and she nailed it it took her 10 nights yeah see this is the thing with Axel I think this is what I'm gonna have to do with him yeah. to work out if it's actually a hormone thing or if it's actually him just being lazy yeah like yeah. which I, I did I do think it probably is because if he's fallen asleep actually the other night he fell asleep at 4 30 in the afternoon on the way back from my parents house and he woke up the next day oh my god I know we'd had a late night the night before like half 10 I think he went to bed fell asleep in the car on you know in the car on the way home so I lifted him in put him on the sofa gave Gigi her dinner so obviously he's still in his pants he's not got like a nappy or anything um gave Gigi her dinner put Gigi to bed it's like seven o'clock he's still asleep I said to James on the sofa yeah I said to James what should should we do he was like well let's just put him in bed like if he wakes up at 11 he wakes up at 11 do you know what I mean like it's fine he can have something to eat then and then he can go to sleep he didn't he didn't wake up till I think it was like 5 45 the next next morning I don't know I think it was a combination of like loads of late nights do you know what I mean and just like whatever but he didn't he was wearing pants then and he didn't wee 
Oh, yeah. So this is when I think, "Mm, I think you're just being a bit lazy. So maybe I need to start this reward scheme, which I probably will do. Once he's settled into school, I don't want to rock the boat. Um, So, yeah, that's probably what I'll do. Yeah. So I I think kind of going back to Claire's thing, I think um, it's quite distressing for little ones to wet the bed and if it's yeah. happening a lot it can become a bit of a fear you know waking up with a wet bed obviously for you as well having to continually change the sheets and all that kind of stuff so I would just give it a little bit of time only three years old um yeah you know, still so little so just kind of yeah maybe give it a whirl see what happens over sort of three or four nights and then you can always go back into it and try again yeah exactly so you just can't rush these things can you and you also need to get these incredible sheets from amazon <laughs> bloody hell it's like i work for amazon um <laughs> you know you put them underneath the sheet and then you can just whip them off and then it protects the mattress protectors basically yeah so you're not having to do multiple changes in yeah. the night as well okay when should you transfer from the potty to potty or loo seat um you used a potty didn't you Zoe, for luna yeah used a potty for luna um she just told me when she'd had enough of it she was like I'm a big girl now I don't want to use this and we'd already had one of those um loo seats and they were just we had one in the downstairs loo one in the upstairs loo and she just every time I went in for one she was like oh I want to try that now literally I mean she just told me yeah I mean I didn't use a potty per se like I had one around and occasionally he would go on it but I mostly used the toilet with the little seat on top of it um but yeah I did just a bit of both and then eventually just took the potty away just purely because when you're out and about as we said before um you don't want to have to lug a potty around with you forever so I just saw thought right well we'll just get onto the toilet as soon as we can yeah but yeah it's just it's just them seeing you doing it and just picking up on what you do yeah and also something else is that's quite nice is obviously if you're having a wee little one can be in there with you also having a wee at the same time and yeah. then you can have the the loo seat you know around the next year and just be like do you want to come and sit on the loo after mummy and or before mummy or something like that so you know or daddy it's 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 kind of just making that visually something that they are okay with and introduce yeah. something like that and then you'll just transition over Exactly. And you know what kids are like? They want to be like you. You know, yeah. they want to copy things that you do. Yeah. So the more they see you on the toilet, then the more they'll want to do it. Yeah. Um, this one's hilarious. Hannah, I have an 18 month old and know nothing. So please teach me everything. Hannah, we love you. Um, please, please, please go back and have a listen to Chris and Rose's episode um, from Expect the Best on potty training. They are the absolute masters. They will t- that episode will teach you everything that you need to know about yeah, how to start. Absolutely. I do think it's one of those things that you do want to do your research on before you start because there's so many things that after speaking to Chris and Rose, I thought, oh, I shouldn't, you know, I shouldn't have been doing that about stinky poos and all of those sort of things, which I'm trying to get right now with Gigi. Um, so yeah, just listen to that episode. They are absolute gurus, aren't they? They're amazing. Um, and also I think, I think, you know what, this next question from Estelle. How do you know when to start potty training, please? My little one is 19 months old. Like firstly, 19 months is really young. Um, but if you think that they're ready, then you know, we're, we're not ones to say that they're not. And it's interesting. So Gigi is what, 14 months. And I thought this, I didn't think this was anything to do with potty training, but every time she goes to the poo, she goes into the toilet. 
Oh, right. Wow, so she goes in. She goes into a bathroom, and I just didn't. You know, we're having the house done up at the moment. There's not really that many places for her to go to. You know, I just thought that's. Oh, she's just Poor going girl. in there to go to the toilet. And then my mum had her. <laughs> yeah, exactly, just to escape, get some peace. Um, my mum had her for a few <laughs> nights. And my mum was like, do you know what, George, when Jean goes to the poo, she always goes in the bathroom. And I was like, God, yeah, she does that at mine as well. And sometimes if the baby gate is like in her way, she gets really frustrated and really upset. And so someone said to me, oh, she might, you know, she might want to potty train early because she's already doing those things. So you know there is no age I'm not going to start potty training her now by any means mm. I don't I, I don't mm. personally think that she's ready but those little signs um you know could mean that they are so it is it's looking out for those things it's mm. more I think I think because I'm really coming from somebody that went through it and tried to do it too early Luna was two years old and it literally turned to in the September and I remember it. I started training her in the October because I was like oh she's two right I've got to go for it Luna yeah. was not ready and I feel like I let her down because I wasn't listening to what she was saying to me there were no signs there there was no going off into another room to do a poo or a wee there was no yeah. you know tugging at the nappies there was no kind of she you know I put the potty around and be like sit on the potty sit on the potty and she'd be like no no and she'd kick it and didn't want it and I would sort of force her to sit on it by making her what you know it sounds awful I don't I wasn't torturing my child but I was kind of going through the motions of trying to get her into it at an, a, a, a way too early for, for Luna and, yeah. and as, as a result of that, you know, she, she she did get a bit sick and she also had like a mental thing from it where she was like, I, I, she had a fear around it. And it was, was only until the March, so she was 20, so, so, yeah, like, what, two and a half, over two and a half that we started again. Yeah. So I just put it down for those six Yeah, years. I remember. And also, like, you, we, we say this a lot as well, don't we? At 18 years old, hopefully they're not wearing nappies when they go off to work or they go off to university or wherever they go off to do. Like, there is no rush. There really is no, no rush. And we're always trying to do that, aren't we? We're always trying to get our kids onto the next thing. I think especially with your first child, you know, you want them to walk, you want them to talk, you want them to you know, be out of nappies. You want to, you want yeah, them to do all yeah. these things, yeah. but actually, I don't know if you found this. Having your second, you feel so much more relaxed about all that stuff. Like oh you know, God. it will happen when it happens. And I've got to be honest with you. You know, I know they're different children, and obviously, you can be brought up in exactly the same way and have two very, very different children. But yeah, there's definitely an element of the way that I raised Luna from when she was little with the kind of like first time mum stuff that makes it. She is much more highly strung right yeah and that might yeah. just be her character or it might be the fact that I put all of my kind of little bits of insecurities and stuff on her about like needing to achieve and needing to get these things milestones ticked off that she's a bit like that and Kit I mean he couldn't give a shit he's just like that well ever just want to bite and headbutt people do you know what I mean <laughs> <laughs> but you know I don't mean that because he stopped doing that now. he's a lot more chilled so maybe yeah, I know I know. I just want to bite and headbutt head people. people. I mean, who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Lovely life. Jenna. Hello, Jenna. Daughter is two and a half, completely potty trained, if naked, waist down, but not if in pants. Tips. This is so normal, Jenna. Yeah, this is normal. Um, they think, obviously, when they've got the, the, the knickers on, we all know, they think it's like an nappy, so they think they can go into it. So it's like stimul- it stimulates them you know they're like they think they've got a nappy on so the brain doesn't kick in so then they do a wee or a poo in their nipple. yeah so that is really tricky because obviously if you're going out and about you can't have your kid your kino like half and half can you? <laughs> 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 yeah. 
Um, Yeah. Tips on that is basically just doing it at home, right? So all of the time that she's at home, um, then you can have her naked from the waist down and just make sure that she's like nailing that side of things. And then slowly just start introducing knickers. Right. Yeah. And also go for knickers. Like I found like buying character, character pants and things that they really liked that they didn't want to spoil. Um, You know, they wanted to keep clean, but that makes them then think, oh, okay, this is separate from the nappy because they see the nappy just going in the bin. Whereas knickers or pants, they know that they're theirs and they, you know, they want to keep them and they want to keep them clean and nice. It's a really good idea that and laying them out in the morning, like get five or six pairs and lay them out and be like, wow, which one are you going to choose today? These are going to be your special pants for Wednesday. You're going to keep them on the whole day. You know, getting them to select them is also like you said, so they don't want to mess them basically. Yeah, and someone else actually told me this. I, I didn't do it because by the, by this time we were sort of past that stage. But I was really worried. In fact, I was com- I was coming to meet you, though, and I brought Axel. We were meeting in town, and he was just potty training. And I was really worried about the tube journey because on the tube, obviously, there is no toilet to go to. And I was like, oh, God, what am I going to do? Like, if he, you know, wees or needs a poo on the tube. Like, it's those situations that I think can throw you sometimes. Yeah. And someone said to me, to put pants on and then put a nappy over the pants oh yes I'm so ready. that they still yeah so then they still get the sensations they would still know if that they'd wet themselves or, or done a poo they'd still know that that had happened but you wouldn't have the soaking wet clothes and you know all of that kind of stuff yeah. um so that's a really good tip for when you're out and about if you know if they don't if they're not quite there yet, but you still need to go somewhere, that's quite a good one because they'll still they still get the sensation that they've wet themselves yep. without obviously all of the mess. Yep. Brilliant. Like that. Should um, we just do one more, G? Yeah, let's just do one more. There's a lot of questions about just knowing when and how to start. What's the best yeah. age to start? How do I get started? Da, da, da. Again, we'll refer back to the episode that we did, the potty training episode, because that will give you all of that information. And obviously, you can DM Chris and Rose directly and just ask them any tips you need. This is quite an interesting one we could finish up on. Emma, any tips for when your, tri- your child regresses and has lots of accidents again? Um I've heard this so much recently, actually, um, among friends whose kids are starting school yeah. um, about them starting to have accidents and, uh, you know, forgetting to go to the toilet and pooing themselves. I actually had this with Axel last year when he when Gigi came along. Um, he started doing that. Yeah, he started like just randomly wetting himself or randomly pooing himself. And it usually is to do with something else that's going on. So mm. at the moment, lots of people we know kids are starting school and a lot of us are all building it up you know building it up to be this huge thing and actually we're probably making them a little bit anxious Um, and it's one of those things that they can control um so it is usually something else that's going on and as long as I think you don't tell them off and you don't make it into a huge big deal and you say okay you know no worries let's just let's clean you up let's put some you know put some clean pants on you know you don't do that and you know you know you know it's best to go to the toilet and then that's it and then hopefully that will you know ride out and then they'll go back to back to normal again. Yeah and absolutely and I think again something like a reward chart or a wow chart or a marble jar 
just to kind of you know every time that they have a dry day they get to put a marble in 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 the pot or they get to put a sticker on the chart and then however many days they can go they get something at the end of it It doesn't have to be big you know what we're not trying to I'm not trying to buy buy the kids but you know at the end of the day sometimes like a bit of incentive does actually work with stuff like that yeah just also just rewarding like rewarding the good behavior making a big deal out of something good is definitely the way to go with yeah with this um we could chat about this all day couldn't we there's so many questions oh that was brilliant we're going to do another um another podcast on it because we've got about 500 questions that we haven't been able to get through but if you do need any other help directly then just please do send myself or georgia a message um at made by mamas or you can send me a direct message to at zoe hardman yeah we will also post our favorite potty training products on instagram so do take a look at those you know the pirate putty book the, the pirate pete books the po- yeah. um what was it zoe princess polly princess polly the potties the clip-on toilet seats all that kind of stuff um and if you have in enjoyed this episode then please 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 do rate review and subscribe and um, it really helps us get the message out there and do let any of your mum or dad mates know about us because we hope we're helping in some way exactly and do you know what we got such a lovely message the other day from this lady that lives over in sydney and she was like i'm telling all my australian friends about you guys and i was like oh my god yes this is amazing <laughs> we're going global if you have got any mates that live in abroad that might not have necessarily found the podcast then please do give them a little nudge as well because we want to get this conversation out to as many parents as possible um and we will see you on tuesday yeah see you then hey folks i'm mark Marin from the wtf podcast and this episode is brought to you by kleenex ultra soft tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Normally being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.